Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast, a show where I, John, and my co-host, Sean, who's not here today, talk about streaming service original pilot television shows and uh, break them down to itty-bitty pieces and talk about everything that they're about, uh, think about what's coming next on the season or in the series, and... Ultimately, whether or not we believe the show is clear for takeoff or crash landing. Uh, With me today to talk about the HBO and HBO Max original television show Lovecraft Country is one of our faithful producers of Pilot's Guide, Angelo. Angelo, how are you doing today? Hello, I am doing doing swell on this, this fine Wednesday evening. It is a nice chilly wednesday evening the, w- the windows are open i got a hoodie on mm-hmm. it's, it's starting to feel like fall oh yes yes it is and also uh to chime in on occasion uh we are joined by Kristen again hello she got on the mic that time <laughs> uh lovecraft country if you're unfamiliar with it is a a recent uh monster mystery um race-based horror uh, drama horror tv show that uh was just put out by hbo and it is also based on a book which Kristen has read a brief summary of (laughs) i read a three paragraph summary of the book um book came out in 2016 which i thought was interesting because it's pretty new um yeah that's my fact about it. It, it was mm-hmm. it was written by H.P. Lovecraft. However, H.P. Lovecraft is no longer with us. Oh, it was. Well, no. The okay. So obviously there were books written by H.P. Lovecraft. Correct. But then I guess this book. There's a different book called Lovecraft Country that was written by someone named Matt Ruff. Matt Ruff. Who wrote about Lovecraft stories intertwined with racism. Ah, got So it. it's, like, weirdly, like, the book was based on other books, but... An yeah. amalgamation of everything, kind of. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And but, if you don't know, because I didn't know, H.P. Lovecraft is a piece of trash, very racist, racist man. He's a white supremacist. While he had, he's a white supremacist. While he had really cool monsters uh, that are that permeate a lot of uh, pop culture, he's a very bad guy. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, as we're recording this, this Wednesday, um, there have been five episodes that have aired. Um, the mm-hmm. series is not completed. The first episode was released on August 16th, um, coming in at an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Beefy boy. It was titled Sundown. Ah, good stuff. Good stuff. Which is a very interesting part of the show, which we'll get into uh, later on. But you did br- you did bring this one to the table. Uh, Kristen and I were over, and, and you thought we, we wanted to find a show to watch, and... And you brought Lovecraft Country to the table. It's funny that you're always on the the pods where the the first episode is like a full length feature film, basically. Uh, yeah, that's what it kind of turned out to be. Not intentionally. I just I 
HBO's advertising always kind of gets the best of of me, I would say, mainly because I'm always interested to see mm-hmm. what this this monster of a streaming service kind of pu- puts out. And yeah. when I saw the trailer, we were watching, I believe, um, I believe we're, we're still watching The Sopranos, but I believe it was during before one of the episodes we were watching. Um, this trailer kind of popped up, and it was all over the place. I had no idea what I was kind of watching mm-hmm. it was it was a, a mixture of everything and uh both sammy and i we were very interested to uh to give it a go and then we we brought it to your attention and and you guys were definitely interested so it's a good it's a yeah. good fall show um it, it makes it you for sure feel uh in that kind of like spooky drama feel mm-hmm. so yeah a lot of good spooky stuff coming out for fall we'll, we'll talk about them later for pilot sky but this is definitely this definitely fits the bill. This will definitely be the start of Pilot's Guide spooky season. Um, trying to f- find a couple more spooky shows that are out there on the, the streaming services, but this is definitely one that you should check out. HBO Max, by the way, brand new streaming service for Pilot's Guide, uh, just this, dropped in July. Uh, yeah, it was like the end of July, beginning of August. Is this the first HBO Max? I guess this would be the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's because uh, I don't have the platform, and we ha- watched it at your house. Yes, <laughs> we have it through. Uh, we don't even pay for it. It's through a. a, a it's through Sammy's family. So, um, mm. so yeah, we're 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 lucky enough to have access to it. But there hasn't been really much new content as far as right. originals go. But this is uh, something that is definitely going to keep uh, keep me watching. So. Absolutely. And if you hop on it soon, uh, you get the first 12 months, I think, for $12 yeah, a month. There's it's a new, normally 15 There's a new promo, I believe, that it's eleven ninety nine or something for a year. There you go. So I, I think so it's worth it. HBO. Yeah, it, it's it's got a lot of good stuff. I mean, I, it's, got, it's got Steven. It's got – I can't think of anything else. Steven? Yeah, it's got Steven on it. It's got Steven Universe. Oh, 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 oh. uh, All the Studio Ghibli films, a bunch of Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, uh, the classic movie network. Um, There's a bunch of really good stuff on there. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's HBO. Yeah. They they hit it out of the park. Anyway. But anyway, yes. Uh, Why don't we we tiptoe into the episode? Um, As always, we like to open up. And um, start with our Kowalski analysis report, which is the part of the podcast where we talk about the characters that we will be discussing throughout uh, the rest of the podcast and that will be appearing um, throughout the television show. So, Angelo, I'll start with you. Um, give us give us the main character. Who's our who's our main guy? So played by Jonathan Majors. Um, not a huge actor, but he's he's up and coming and so far from mm-hmm. this first uh, this pilot, he was he definitely had something to show. Uh, Atticus mm-hmm. Freeman is his name. Um, going off of his IMDb name. Uh, we do hear his name said quite a quite a bit, but uh, mm-hmm. that is his full name um, and he is our our uh, protagonist the the entire show, I believe from from what it yeah. seems like. Yeah, what's uh? He's a he's a former veteran of the uh, Korean War, uh, returning home from battle uh, to visit some of his family, his his aunt and uncle, I believe they are in uh, Chicago, 
and he often goes by the name Tick throughout the show, so we'll be referring to Tick um, as his name when we're when we're discussing him, but you'll understand that that's short for Atticus. Yeah. Um, very cool guy, and yes, a very good up-and-coming actor, fits, fits the part very well. Um, after Tick, we have, um, why don't we introduce his uncle, George. Um, so Uncle George is his uncle, and he is a, he's a writer. He writes, um, he writes what he refers to as a guidebook um, for uh, African Americans who are traveling throughout the country, um, particularly pointing to the places that it's unsafe for them to be. Uh, because keep in mind, this is taking place during the 50s, 60s. Um, so things with segregation are very not good. And it is very dangerous for uh, people of color especially. It's very real um, racism yeah. right off the bat. Uh, this episode yeah. does not... Um, it does not stray from just showing you how segregated uh, parts of the northeast are um in particular where they're heading which is in massachusetts right or, uh, mm-hmm. uh yes 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 uh-huh. yeah so it's uh it's very it's it's in your face it's it's a poignant uh representation of how segregated the northeast is so mm-hmm. yeah cause people don't think that yeah, right, right. They think the North is was the <laughs> the good guys, but no, they're they're just as Lovecraft bad. was from Rhode Island. Was he? Yes. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. small state with that. a lot of rich people. <laughs> um, Kristen, who else do we got? What are some of our other characters? Why don't you introduce uh, his aunt? Don't remember her. Okay, she look. We watched this like two weeks ago. We watched it a while. We watched it a while ago. We we got recap. Uh, so his so his aunt. Hippolyta, uh, married mm-hmm. to uh, Uncle George. George, doesn't play a huge part in this episode, but I think she'll be pretty important uh, in the series. Might talk about that later. Um, Hippolyta is, as we learned, as I learned today in a recap, uh, name of an Amazonian woman. So that's cool. Uh-huh. So she's um, in, in Greek, she's a pretty was, baller. Was it Greek mythology? I believe, or I th- it was. Well, she's Amazon from I don't know. No, she was based on a on a um a mythological. Oh right, right, right. Like the name Hippolyta was an, an Amazonian myth. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I in that recap, it it said something along those lines. But yeah, so we we see um, Hippolyta and George in in mm-hmm. the first fifteen or so minutes, I believe. Yep. Um And then we also have Letitia. Correct. Yes. Yes. Letty. Letty Lewis. Letty. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, my favorite character in the show. Uh, what's What's Letty's deal? What's she up to? She's. Is she related to, to Tick? No. No. Not. They not, were friends um, in. They were friends. High school, I believe. Because they oh, growing, yes, up. growing up. Yeah. 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 Well, because they mentioned track and how she was a track star. So I remember, or at least remember hearing them. They were going to school together. Or they grew up together, and um, so they're they're very close. And they they I guess bring this um, 
this friendship back together after she's in town um, covering her sister. Isn't isn't she a writer? Remember she um, she showed oh. up to the is concert. She, is she a writer? Um, I thought she didn't have a job. Yeah, I thought she or was just not. she was traveling back home. Her sister, uh, as you bring her up, a, a singer uh, by the name of Ruby, also not a particularly huge character in this episode, but um, is important just because she's the sister of, of Letty, and Letty is one of the more spotlit characters. Um, but that doesn't mean she's not going to be important throughout the show. But yeah, I, I think Letty was like coming home because she didn't have any money and, and yeah. she was trying to get some scratch from oh, uh, Ruby yeah. and ultimately travels, as we'll talk about later, travels with George and Tick to her cousins or her brothers, her, her brother's brother. house um, because she's decides she's going to stay there and ultimately decides not to stay there. Um, again, uh. we'll get in that later. Um, so her brother's there. Again, another not a huge, not a not a big time character um, in this the start of this. Um, so yeah, it's like really our gang, our 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 team, our squad that we're traveling with is Uncle George, Tick, Letty Lewis. I would say mm-hmm. there's another character who we don't see, but a lot of it revolves around mm-hmm. is Tick's dad. Yes, Montrose. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's missing, and they don't know where he is. Right. So they're going to find him. But I will tell you something. Montrose Freeman is a character on IMDb, which means they're going to get to him pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I, I mean, he was in the trailer, um, played by Michael, right. played by the incredible Michael Kenneth Williams. Um, he yes. uh, is Tick's father, and um, we do get some background, even though we do not see him in this first episode. We do get some background of of who he who he was, at least in Tick's life. Um, some imagery um, and background of how he was uh, a possible alcoholic, um, kind of uh, I, somewhat abusive, um, but we don't know the whole story yet. Um, so that's that kind of brings uh, Tick, uh, his uncle, and Letty on a, a search um, up into the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After getting a um, letter from about yeah that yes. that'll be later so about his secret birthright. Um, apologies, you you name the the actors. I should give the actors and actresses oh, yeah. their due. Uncle George played by Courtney B. Vance, and then we have Letty, who's played by Journey Smollett, and um, you said Montrose and Atticus. Uh, Hippolyta is played by Anjane Ellis, and uh, Ruby is played by uh, Wunmi Mosaku. And um, and the only other character that I think um, is important to point out, because there are other characters that are important and we might bring up, but we don't know their names. This is a, a character that we actually know their name. Uh, Deanna, or I believe it's Deanna. She goes by D. Um, that would be Uncle George and Hippolyta's daughter, who's Tick's cousin, Yeah. Um, who is a c- comic book artist t- kind of kid. 
Um, yes. She draws all over the map, um, and she's very in touch with what seems to be the occult. Uh, she takes and sort of adapts Uncle George's maps and draws, like, spooky Freaky monsters stuff. or, like, the Grim Reaper. Um, and she's just, like, in touch with uh, with something. And that's kind of yeah. kind of mm-hmm. freaky, uh, but might be an important uh, player. And funny enough, on the IMDb, she is the character that's credited with the most episodes. So she's hmm. pretty much, you could say, the most important character. <laughs> Interesting. But that pretty much sums it up. We do see some other uh, characters um, mm-hmm. that are right. displayed on IMDb for being in multiple episodes. But because we haven't learned their names, um, we're just going to kind of leave them out for now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's the core, I'd say, four, th- four or five people. Three? Yeah. Three, four or five yeah. people. Well definitely, the, well, definitely the core three is who we're going to be talking yes. about. Yes. Um, you know, Letty, Tick, and, and George. Um, so I, I think I think that's a perfect transition in. Uh, let's do a summary. Uh, Kristen's not going to be partaking in the summary because it stresses her out. I didn't take notes and I don't remember. <laughs> uh, so how how do you want to do it? How much time do you feel like you need? I'll set up a timer for you. Let's do... Or actually, I'll have you set up a timer so you can see it. Um, Let's do... Let's do a minute and a half because this is is an hour and mm-hmm. ten. I'm gonna try to keep it right. short. I mean, it it was kind of all over the place. Um, I'm just gonna kind of be bouncing yeah. around, and hopefully, you can pick up some of it. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll go from there after a minute and thirty. All right. Well, whenever you're ready, I'll let you uh, let you roll with it. All right. Three, two, one. <laughs> Go. All right, so we start with Tick in this crazy dream sequence of him during the Korean War. It starts out in black and white, turns to color. We see Jackie Robinson kill Cthulhu. We see um, him wake up in a car, and he's being driven to, I'm assuming, his hometown, where he meets his uh, uncle and a cousin and his aunt uh, looking for his father, uh, there's some talking points. There's a really big music number with um, uh, Letitia's sister uh, is is a I guess jazz performer, um, and then we see them. He uh, Tick gets a letter. They they say that he has a birthright. They try to travel to New England or or Massachusetts, and oh boy, let's see he. <laughs> They start dri- driving up there. They go through some towns, um, some very racist towns. They 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 encounter some violence, um, but then they encounter the one sheriff right outside of the main town that they're traveling to, uh, which it's a sundown county, and they're about to be arrested. Instead, they're captured and they're brought to the woods where shit hits the fan. And there's my time. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That was, yeah. I mean, it definitely hits the fan. <laughs> well, hey, you, you got through, you got through the the building, the travel. Um, I, I think, I think I can try to try to emphasize some of that. I mean, I feel like I that. missed a good good chunk of the beginning, at least explaining like the letter and and why he's in the town and and whatnot. But we can we can talk about it 
we can talk about it in just a sec. All right. Uh, I'm going to fill in some gaps, and then we'll we'll go into a little more detail on certain things. So I've got a time set, and here I go. Okay, yes. So Tick gets a letter from his father. Um, Tick is a big fan of H.P. Lovecraft. He reads a lot of these uh, monster novels. Um, even though he knows the art, the author is racist, he says um, he just still likes to enjoy the content for what it is, which is interesting. And um, so he gets the letter and it says Arkham. He thinks it says Arkham, which is a, a thing that's related to H.P. Lovecraft. It actually says Artem, which is the place that they're traveling to in Massachusetts. When Tick and Letty and George take off, um, as Angela said, they encounter a lot of hostilities in towns that they thought were actually okay um, for them to be in. Uh, but unfortunately... Uh, It's not the case. They get shot at. They get chased uh, by a fireman, and uh, fireman's car gets flipped by a magical force field in a silver car with an unnamed character. Um, Yes, they they get involved with a sheriff in a sundown county, which we'll explain later on. Um, Sheriff takes them, catches them, takes them into the force because he's going to kill them because he's like a witch hunter. Um, And ultimately... They get attacked by Shoggoths, which are H.P. Lovecraft monsters with a bunch of eyes that are kind of like Draculas. Um, The Shoggoths fight all of them and, like, kill all the the policemen. And my time's up, but I'm just going to finish the thought. Kills all the the policemen, well, some of them. Chases um, Letty and George and Tick into a cabin in the middle of the woods and one of the sheriffs was bit, and he starts to turn into a Shoggoth. Mm. And Letty, uh, who was a track star in high school, has to run back to their car, which is named Woody. I didn't even mention that. The car is a name. They go, she runs back to the car, being chased by these monsters. Uh, gets in the car, is able to evade them, finds out they don't like light. And then she drives the car into the building that the other two were in. Just as one of the sheriffs was transforming into one of these monsters. Hits the gut, hits the, the monster, goes away. Then the monsters are surrounding the cabin. And then some bigger monster whistles and away they go. And You did like twice as much time as you should. I know, have. I know. I'm just I there's there's a lot of bricks that we need to put before we can put in the, the stuff in between. Ultimately, they survive the monsters, they're covered in blood, they find a big mansion, they go to the mansion, they said, We're expecting you. That's where the birthright is in Artem. Oh, wait. Ah, uh, time. They said, welcome home. Yes, welcome oh. home. Important, important factor. Um, okay. Uh, let's fill in some gaps. <laughs> you want to go back to the beginning? You got stuff to talk about in the beginning? Um, uh, oh boy, it's... Uh, it seems like Tick shows up, um, kind of happenstance, and he just... He's <laughs> looking for... I, I don't know. It, he's looking for what seems to be some closure. I'm not really sure. Um, I, he he has a bag. That's it. A bag on his shoulder, yep. and that's pretty much all he has in town. Um, I'm trying to think. It was. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. Are, are you? I'm. You fill in some of the beginning because I'm blanking. Okay. Um, yeah. So so there's a big there. Angelo laid out this scene where uh, black and white Korean war like 
oh, uh, yes. reenactment, and he, he, it's like Tick going through the trenches, um, but then it changes to color, and it starts to become like a sci-fi thing, uh, a bunch of monsters descend, and um, Jackie Robinson does the thing with Cthulhu. You should just watch the show for that. That alone is <laughs> like one of the greatest moments in television history, maybe. Um, but a, a and this is an important character who we don't really know, but we kind of hear, um, a a red-skinned alien, uh, for lack of a better term, descends, um, but it's a it's a Korean woman, or it appears to be yeah. a Korean woman, um, and Tick embraces her. Uh, Tick, as, a, as we said, a big fan of sci-fi novels, was reading this book called The Princess of Mars, which is why he was having this big dream on his way to Chicago while he was driving or riding in the bus. Um, this... There, this Korean woman uh, clearly has some affinity for for Tick with the way that they embrace. There is a scene where Tick is walking through his dad's old apartment uh, early on in the in the show, and um, you can see signs of abuse that his father had for towards him. Um, but there's a phone or Tick calls, makes a collect call to Korea. Yeah. And this woman picks up, an unnamed woman picks up and says, like, Tick doesn't say a word. And she says, Tick, as in she knows that he called and says, like, you shouldn't have called. And then hangs up after a really tense silence yeah. between the two of them. Don't know what she's about. Um, it's definitely one of those unknown characters that are important. Um, somebody that we're probably going to see later on in the, in the show. Um, yeah, yeah. So to to go off, but to go off your point, very happenstance. I think he's just looking for life after the war, and to try to get out of the South, um, because the South is bad. But so is the North, unfortunately for Tick. Um, and yeah, he he's like, I want to go on a journey to find my dad because I want to know what he's up to. Oh. And Uncle George is conveniently what. what? What do you mean? Not what you should what say. he's up to. He's like taken or something. Okay, he's he's like go. Pass, pass the baton. Pass the baton. That's it? He's missing? Yeah, he's a missing. It's not like, oh, let me go see well, what he's doing. Wait, wait, wait. Where, when, when does he get the letter that says he has the birthright? He had the letter. Or he did he get it from Uncle George? No, I think he just had it when he went to Uncle George's. Right. Okay. And I, I think so. What he, what happened was he, he saw the letter, said that he had a birthright, and he was trying to backtrack and find his father to ask him about that birthright. And so that's what leads them to be like, oh, we should go look for him. And then he brings it to Uncle. The letter was from him, though, right? It was from Montrose? I think so. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I'm uh, pretty sure on that. But anyway, they he brings it to his uncle, and then that's where they get the information that it's Artem and not Arkham. Um, and, right. and I guess Tick kind of exclaims that he's going to head up there and his uncle George says, Oh, I'm going to go with you because I need mm-hmm. to work on my, my map or my book, whatever it was that he right. was writing for um, people of color who are traveling all around the country and the guidebook. The guidebook and then, uh, that's when Letitia chimes in saying that she wants to go along because she kind of has nothing else to do. She's just like, all right, let's <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> She's just like, I'm going to tag along. <laughs> so uh, they kind of just let her and 
um, that's when that's kind of when it all starts to pick up because that's when they 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 mm-hmm. stop along along their route at a town. Um, I guess uh, the first town that they stop at, the one that they get run out of. Um, yeah. I don't remember the name of that town, but it, they they sit down at a diner, and the the host or the the server ends mm-hmm. up getting freaked out because they're African American. He runs into the back, calls I guess his boss, and is like, "What do you want me to do?" And and then yeah. that's that's when um, Tick. I remember he he like moves his foot over one of the like the panels on the floor to see that the place was burned down because it was once owned by. A black it was a black owner mm-hmm. and so oh, what? yeah right. so they he, it's interesting. it was like Did they ever say that well well the uncle uncle george says this is a fine place for us to be in i had he had like a connection yeah uh... so it was probably the previous owner yeah mm-hmm. but was the connection but because he saw that it was there was charred flooring underneath of like the the tile that they mm-hmm. had he was like oh racists burn this place down to get them out of town so they were Uh like oh yeah no we gotta go fast and he could hear the Mm -hmm. sirens coming and and that's when (laughs) a bunch of white firemen just start shooting at them which is nuts yep it's it was like bonkers cars car chase like right off the bat yeah um yeah so they get run out of town um and then that is that when the sheriff it stops them well no, not not quite yet. Um, so it, it just it, to I just want to emphasize incredibly sinister scene. Just like the tension in the music and the cinematography during the chase, it, it's absolutely gripping. And it was like the point where I was like, "Yo, this is something huge." And it, it was it was not it was nuts yeah. it was nuts and. Yeah, so so they're they're driven out of town. Not to mention just um, just the music in general is is really good. Um, like I feel like yeah. a lot of the audio cues. I mean, it definitely has that mm-hmm. like spooky horror show kind of vibe with the music, and like it it makes you feel uneasy when you're in these like racist parts of town because it's like okay, yeah. it, it, now the the focus is on what's going to happen to the main characters because of where mm-hmm. they are and it's, it's you know something yeah and it's, it's really creepy and eerie and then obviously that doesn't change when the monsters come in it's kind of like this comparison of like white people and monsters it's like they're both gonna do the same crazy shit um right but uh yeah no the the, the audio is definitely a big factor in that but i guess so when the firemen are chasing them that was when we mm-hmm. see the first this the sedan the silver Car. Yes, okay. the silver sedan. You can you can take that if you want. <laughs> yeah, silver sedan. Um, the, these are the people that we meet uh, at the mansion at the end of the show. Uh, they drive a silver sedan and they have like a force field that flips the fireman's truck over. The first like real shocker moment of the show is this scene where this car is flipping. I thought that was cool because I thought at first it's it seemed like the silver car because the the silver car was coming in on a road that was like going to converge with the, the main, two yeah. so i thought at first it was like oh this is another like firefighter white people truck that's just going to like slam right. into tick's car mm-hmm. but then it was like oh she's actually helping them but we don't know who you are yet yes just a just a blonde woman with a red hat mm-hmm. um that's all we know about her 
And fun point, when, when Tick was leaving the town, someone in town, when he was looking for leads, said that his father was last seen leaving town in a silver sedan with a bunch of rich white people. Oh. So, ding, ding. That, that's his, that was his ride out of town uh, to presumably the mansion that we see at the end of uh, the show. Yeah. Now, there is a, a thing that happens before we get to the, the witch hunter sheriff um they stop at marvin's house which is letty's brother um a lot of family drama boils up um a lot of yelling between different characters between george and tick between letty and marvin um and it's just like a lot of uh character building and backstory that shows how tenuous the situation is in their family but they Mm -hmm. learn at marvin's of this sheriff who is the sheriff of bidford which was the last was where the last witch hunt happened and apparently this evil sheriff still likes to perform effectively witch hunts by catching um african americans in a in his sundown county which you see as they drive into bidford there's a sign that says when sundown when the sun goes down you better know where you are or whatever you better get out of town or something yeah um Pe- if you're if you're black, right? Yeah, so you can't be in the town when it's dark. Yes. Yeah. So if if you don't know what a sundown town is, it's it, there are all white neighborhoods or municipalities that that just practice mm-hmm. racial se- racial segregation and would pretty much not allow people of color to stay in after sundown. So the whole right. the whole scene is right. is pretty much um, Tick George and. Uh, Letitia driving very slow, just so that they weren't wouldn't get pulled over because of speeding. Instead, it's it's them driving to try to get out of the town in time. However, mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter. Oh, it, it's it's even like if you thought the firefighter scene was sinister, this guy is just the biggest pos in the world. It is like. 602 or something and they've got eight minutes before sundown they were just stopping to like go to the bathroom or get their bearings or find artem because tick can't can't figure it out and the sheriff pulls up on them as they're just on the side of the road says you got to get out of town or i'm going to arrest you and by arrest he means he's going to kill them yeah uh, pretty much because he's a piece of trash and yeah, you you mentioned it. They're they're driving slowly to get out, cha- literally chasing the sun. Um, they they're they're on their watch. At you see the sun setting. Yeah. They're like, we gotta go. You gotta go faster. And Tick's like, I can't go faster because then he'll pull me over, uh-huh. and he'll have like justifiable reason to arrest them. Um, and they beat it across the county line right as the sun sets, just barely to the second. Yeah. And right on the other side of the county line is another sundown county. It would of, probably another sundown county. Well, I guess it yeah. was probably another. You didn't know that was going to happen. For some reason, I thought they were going to get away with it. No, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> they are not getting out. But of did that. you did you know oh. what was going to happen after that? <laughs> kind of, kind of. 
when they're stopped on the side of the road, when the, when they first meet the sheriff, that's sort of when we, we really see into Tick's mind about, he mentions uh, the Lovecraftian monster, the Shoggoth. Yeah. You can look up a picture of them. They've got a bunch of eyes and they're like a big blobby boy. Um, he says, oh, I thought I heard one. Little do we know that that was going to come, come up real quickly yeah. uh, now that they're in this other uh, Sundown County. Um, like we, we already mentioned this, the the sheriffs, the different sheriffs, and the, ba- the the witch hunter sheriff, they take them into the woods, basically put them on the ground, shotgun to the back of their head, and they're they're about to kill these people, about to kill our main characters, our protagonists, and then these monsters, the actual Shoggoths, show up out of nowhere, wreak hell, um, and things get absolutely bonkers, straight up. Yeah, I mean it it. It was pretty astounding to just watch all of these policemen <laughs> take them into the woods and just essentially want to shoot them for sport because yep. they're black. That That's it. I mean, it was very... Mm-hmm. So I just trigger warning, if you're very upset with a lot of the, the social justice right now in the U.S., it's a it's a hard watch. It, it is definitely... It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's tough. But luckily, I mean... I wouldn't say luckily. The Shoggoths come in kind of to the rescue by by breaking kind of. breaking things up to the point where they can kind of escape. Um, but it's it, it kind of just uh, es- escalates once the the police kind of hear rustling in the in the woods, and then they they realize, oh, we're not alone. And then mm-hmm. that's when uh, the jump scares kind of happen. Um, oh. I guess that's uh, I. That, I guess that's the, the the horror part portion of the show is is toward the uh-huh. end. But what were you gonna say? I have a question for Kristen because Kristen is a very big like. Does, she doesn't handle gore very well. <laughs> She's not a particularly fond of a grotesque amount of gore. Yeah. Did this was this over the top? Because there were like literal limbs being ripped apart. <laughs> it was it was Game of Thrones level oh. body horror. Yeah. It, evisceration uh, well i literally don't remember so i guess it didn't like scar me enough good i guess it was fine i mean i think i think also because they're monsters it doesn't really register mm-hmm. the same as if it yeah. was like human to human like it's someone chopping someone's head off with an axe or like like this is more right. like a monster yeah. who is completely cgi'd and like granted the monster the shoggoths do have like millions of teeth like a big circle of teeth and it, like mm-hmm. that's what they're using to like dismember all of these cops but yeah it was it was pretty gory i remember like there was and, and like there were some scenes yeah. when it like focused on what was it, like focused on the gore. Like a lot of sometimes other yeah. HBO shows mm-hmm. will just kind of like quickly, quickly glance over that. But this was like, oh yeah, no, you're gonna see this guy's head get eaten. Yep. Which was which was mm-hmm. fun. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. That was kind of cool. But yeah, for someone, I mean, yeah. if if no, it didn't I... it didn't leave a huge like mark on your 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 remembering <laughs> then. No, it didn't. I thought the jump scares were worse. Well, what jump scares? I just thought it's just that like immediate blast of sound that yeah, just scares you yeah. so and much. And I guess when you first see the Shoggoth yeah. and everything. Yeah. I, I never knew what but a no, I thought it was fine. I never knew what a Shoggoth looked like. So like when it came out at first, I mean it was a really I mean it's a really real depiction. Like it looked it looked pretty yeah. dope. It was pretty cool. So if you have the chance, go yeah, go yeah. look up what they look like from the show, because they're 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 pretty scary. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So so we, we we talked about them being chased to the to the cabin, ultimately where the big standoff scene happens and when Letty runs to the car to, to help them out. This is what a scene that I loved out of uh something that Uncle George says. He, he literally quotes Dracula just cause he's quoting Dracula, and that's where they're like, Maybe they're afraid of the sun. Because they don't come out in the sun. We didn't see them during the day. Smart. And that's when they're like, hey, what if we use the flashlight? Or maybe that when while we were running to the plate, while we were running to this cabin, maybe it was the flashlight that kept us safe. Uncle George, you're a genius. You figured it out. Because ultimately when uh, light is projected onto them, they basically like burrow into the ground like big old naked mole rats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and and that's ultimately how they get out of this. I mean, Letty, yes, drives the car into the cabin. There's a bunch of flares um, that they had in the car that they put down. A ton of car flares. Um, um, that was a great looking scene yeah. where they're holding the flares and being circled by the monsters. Yeah, and you're like, uh-oh, they're going to get them. But, like, I didn't understand that. Because why weren't the monsters leaving? I think it was because the light wasn't intense enough. Because it was like a red, yeah, like it was a darker just like red light, enough for them to not attack you, but they're still there. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, I didn't. I mean, it's kind of like a fire when, well, like, when you you hold a fire, like yeah. a stick with fire on the end to like a wolf. Like they they're not gonna come to the fire; yeah. they're just gonna stay away from it. So it's like not mm-hmm. super bright. Because I, I mean, like the flashlight and the car lights. I mean, those could be blinding. I mean, because the Shoggoth has a million yeah. eyes, yeah, like true. their eyes are sensitive. So it's like <laughs> the car lights. I mean, especially when you're driving in. Now, I mean, all these LED lights on cars, mm-hmm. it's like blinding. Yeah, dude. I'm a Shaga. You're right. <laughs> like, I, I, I always hate... think people's high beams are on. Awful. Yeah. Anyway. Awful. Lights are too bright. Turn them down. So that is the Shaga's weakness. Light. Yes. Um, not the first HP Lovecraftian uh, monster that we're probably going to see in the show. It is the only monster that we do see in this first episode, though. Um, at... They basically bide their time until, again, a, a whistle from somewhere stops the monsters. We don't know who whistled. Um, could be a person. Could be a monster. Could be Cthulhu. Could be Jackie Robbins. <laughs> um, and, yeah, they, they, they make it out alive. The sun starts to come up. They're covered in the blood of the sheriffs that were eaten alive by these monsters yeah i mean all the cars were pretty much garbaged by the time like they couldn't drive to yeah. they had to woody was trashed they had to look for some kind of civilization and and happens that they uh they walk and mm-hmm. stumble across um an incredibly large beautiful mansion in the middle of the woods yes. which is i think where i mean what it seems like is that was on the map where they were trying to go anyway um because right. on the map they said, "Oh, I think it should be right around here," and they pointed to just it, like there was on the map. There was nothing. <laughs> there was no marker saying that that mansion was there. It was just green. So I guess they kind of got lucky in their search and just kind of appeared at this uh, at the mansion. Um, yeah. But uh, someone opens the door, and it is a white man with a red handkerchief in his. Breast pocket square, breast, yeah. breast pocket, and um, kind of bringing back the red from the woman who we saw get out of the gray sedan, mm-hmm. and he yep. he he just says, "Welcome home." Yep, welcome home. 
And that, Freaky. This is, uh, this is the place. And that's the hour and ten minute recap, for the most part. I mean, we probably yeah. left out a couple, like plot points in the beginning as far as like how how they ended up on this journey but that's the the gist of uh gist of it yeah yeah and we crunched it down to 44 <laughs> minutes and we talked about all the characters that's pretty good yeah. um likes and dislikes because we we went a little long on the summary um why not one like and one dislike each we'll go around in a circle um start with you angelo why don't you give us a, a dislike if you had any um, on, your, on your list? I don't. I mean, I wouldn't really say it would. It, it's I. I wouldn't say it's a dislike, but um, I guess I could. Eh, I don't know. I'm thinking about the the way that it was dark for a lot of it, but I think that was. I mean, mainly to emphasize the horror aspect of it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was adept with with what was going on um yeah i don't as far as dislikes i'm trying to think um i i not much um yeah and i already kind of talked about my likes with the audio uh audio mixing in the beginning and and pretty much throughout the entire thing um but yeah as far as dislikes go i don't know do you guys have any um to you, Kristen? I guess I disliked the jump scares. Jump scare. <laughs> jump scare. Um, I don't know. Like, I like horror stuff, but I think I generally like more, like, mysterious horror rather than, like... This isn't mysterious enough? Like, I mean, dad? yes, it's What's mysterious, but it's not, like... So I like that aspect of it. I mm-hmm. like that. I don't like the... The jump scare. I don't like it. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I wonder. I, so I could probably say that. Um, I don't. I, this this really isn't a dislike per se, but I guess it's just my hearing. But it seems like I don't know. Is it me or just a lot of shows now? Like some of the characters just aren't like succinct with when they talk, and like I sometimes just totally miss what they're saying. So mm. that's why I just wa- I, I just watch everything with subtitles. I mean, oh really? I don't know. Like, I there was some some conversations between like Tick and Uncle George. I mean, like Uncle George, he was mm-hmm. he was pretty succinct in what he was saying. Um, but for some of, some of it, Tick's like speech, it it didn't seem like it was super loud. I don't. Maybe that's just me, but that's it's not really a dislike. It's just something I noticed, I guess. Um, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad I listened. I, I'm glad I watched with subtitles because there were a lot of things that that I would have missed if I didn't have them on. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Um, but I liked, I really like all the characters, the main characters, oh. at least. Like, I think they're very smart. They're very rootable. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I didn't, I didn't feel, I didn't feel like at any point in time where I was like, Oh, why did they do that? Or why did they do this? I was like, Oh, you, I'm so glad that you did that. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, there wasn't, there awesome. wasn't really, really wasn't any other circumstance that like they they had. It was kind of right. like this is this is the path we're taking now. Like, I guess this is what we're gonna mm-hmm. do. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah, and I've got a very uh, very big theory uh, that might get into that rootability that I think might be interesting. Um, but my for for myself, my dislike. 
I don't like that they named the car Woody. I thought that was kind of weird. Why? It, was it had wood on it. Oh yeah, it was a, it was a, it was <laughs> That's a, why. a whatever rest. Uh, was that a station wagon? Station wagon. Uh, yeah. Station yeah. Wagon. Eh, whatever. I, I take that, it back. Is that a John Mulaney joke where he's like, all the cars had wood on them. Yes. We want to see how much wood we can put on a car <laughs> before it catches on fire or something. Yeah. Yeah. That is a John Mulaney joke. I take it back. Woody, Woody was a good character. He he died a little too young uh, in this first episode. Um, but the I I liked so many things about the show. Um, I think I think Letty Lewis is top tier character already in the first episode of the show. She's my favorite by far. She's like a firecracker. She's got great lines. Um, She's a track star, which was awesome to see, like, this chase scene where she's, like, beast-moding against these monsters that are chasing her. For some reason, they didn't give her a flashlight, which didn't make any <laughs> sense to me. Yeah, right? Like, you could have just given it to her so they would keep a, keep her away, but she literally outruns these monsters. That's cool. Um, definitely, like, want to know more about her because cause she was just there to be there, whereas, like, Tick's going to find his dad. And George is going to write this book, and she's just there, like happenstance, more happenstance than Tick. Yeah. And and I think I think she's really cool, and um, I want to know more about her character, and I'm like really excited to to find out more when I watch more of the show. If that doesn't tip you off to our later portions of the podcast, incredibly mysterious show here, um, and that's great. And there's a lot to commend it. Um, it's a great start to. Uh, the series. Anything else we say before we move on to theories? Mm, no, I think All that's right. a good segue. Alright, well then, here's the part of the pod where we talk about the things that we believe are coming up next uh, in the coming episodes. Maybe you've already watched episodes 2, 3, 4, and 5 of Lovecraft Country, or maybe this is your first episode and you're, you anxiously were waiting for the Pilot's Guide episode to come out so that you could wait and get into to see what happens next. Um, theories. I think I'm going to start. I think this birthright and all the people that are in this big mansion uh, that were expecting them, that were welcoming them home, I think this birthright is either, is like a great big family competition for something. Don't know if it's like a treasure, maybe it's like an occult artifact, or like ancient magics, or like money. I think there's a big, I think there's like a game here, and us, we're going to be especially rooting for our team against other teams in this competition. That's sort of how I'll, I'll outline it. Do either of you have any comment? Because we did see scenes from the next episode. Wasn't that explicit, but there are more people in the mansion. Um, the recap that I watched um, touched mm-hmm. on the town of, I guess, what is it, Bitt- Bitterford? That, or no, no, no. Um, they're in Artem, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So I think it was either Artem or Bitterford, one of them. Um one of the witches uh, had sex with a devil in the form of a black man. Is that... 
Yeah, that was the that was the story. That that's was the story. And my theory is that that devil is either a culmination of all the white people in this mansion or his father. Mm-hmm. Ah. Maybe. Ah. Because, I, I mean, obviously none of... You have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> honestly... Just no. Uh, what was the... Well, what was the... It was like the, so the the whole witch hunting yes. thing because it was a town. Yes, that, but that was it? I guess the last last execution. Yes, it was it was the town was based around this with idea. the last last witch execution, and it was that the witch had fornicated with an uh, I guess a a demon uh. or a devil in the form of a black man. So she was hung right. or something along those lines. At least yeah. that's the story. At least that we hear or it's talked about. I think. Um, Wait, but do you think that was, like, recent? Is that what you're saying? Recent enough in the show, I think. But, like, um, I, it wasn't like it wasn't like Salem witch times. Oh, that's what I think I thought. No, no. Like, because it this was is, the last, but it was still, like, a long time ago. No, I, I mean, people were doing, like, witch hangings well okay. after, like, 1692 or whatever. Okay. Um, it was probably recent. I, maybe. And, maybe. and, and maybe that maybe the the devil or that demon that the witch fornicated with or whatever is related to tick and his family in some way maybe and that like they mm-hmm. have demon in them or devil and maybe that's why none of the shoggoths <laughs> like attacked them i mean granted they were trying to attack them but maybe hmm. maybe the whistle was the devil or someone who knows that they're technically one of them and and called them off for Mm. something i don't know i mean it could kind of yeah i don't i don't know so you think there's like some omnipotent being that sort of like saw that they were surrounded by the monsters and the monsters who don't know any better were going to kill them and this devil let's say called it called it off with the whistle because he's like don't hurt them because their birthright is to be able to control you or something. Some yeah, I mean, thing. maybe, I mean, because they show up to the house and that guy is like totally, totally straight face and is like, welcome home. Like, doesn't mm-hmm. even realize or, or take note that how they're all like bloody and like he's just casual yep. about it. So <laughs> clearly he knows something and he has some relation to the beasts that, that were trying to kill them. So I don't, maybe not, but that's kind of where my head's at, at least for where it could go as far as the monsters and stuff. Obviously there's some sort of presence or larger, larger Mm -hmm. being that kind of controls at least, I don't know. I've never read the books, but yeah, something whistled, something called them off. Clearly that thing is superior to the Shoggoths. I thought it might have been a Cthulhu or a bigger Cthulhu thing. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. A big Shaga. I think maybe. Oh, there's going to be a Cthulhu. What if it was uh, the woman in the red hat who called it off? I mean, she wasn't far okay. away. I mean, if they if she had stopped, if she had drove and followed them to stop the firemen from mm-hmm. getting getting to them with her force field of a car and then kind of just stayed yeah. behind them for most of the trip up there. Mm-hmm. She could probably, I mean, clearly her, her sedan was at the house at the mansion. So she was following them to uh-huh. some degree 
And then maybe she she was there and was like, yeah, you guys don't touch them. Right. She let the Shoggoths out as opposed to them being in the wilderness or whatever. Except for that one that got that buried underground. He's he's underground. But she yeah, should have maybe she like threw her Pokeball out <laughs> and the summoned them. And it's like, OK, go go beat up the bad guys. But don't hurt. Don't hurt our friends. And then she called him off right when things were getting a little tense. Could be. Could be her. What do you, what do you think? Do you think? Oh, uh, well, I read what happens in the book. Don't spoil it. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't going to. Is it a person, place, or a thing that whistles? Oh, I don't know that part. Oh, okay. That's cool. I think I thought it was that lady, too. Cool. Yeah. But she read what happens in the book, so that means it's not the lady. I don't, well, I don't know. That's a small detail. That wasn't in my three-paragraph summary. <laughs> This is true. This is true. <laughs> Look, Kristen reads the books. She she does a lot of reading I for this I mostly read book summaries. I'd, I'd like, I'd like to read this book, though. I feel like it'd be fun. <laughs> me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. May, I mean, most Absolutely. of HP, like, even though HP was a horrible, horrible man, I would still be interested to see, like, his writing style and, like, see... see yeah. I mean, the, the lore of this show alone is is very interesting to me. Like that, I think that's what right. drew me to the show a lot was because, I mean, we we watched Sammy and I watched Watchmen, which was also on HBO, mm-hmm. and I mean, we watched the movie before we watched the series, and like the lore of of that alone, and like that show yeah. was was critically acclaimed and was was a really really good series, and I feel like that's kind of where I'm, my head's at for this show. It was. The lore kind of sets the sets the entire show, and like it's just the character building and, and everything, and and so far that's is what is as gripping um, as anything is just the lore, characters, and like the setting of everything. So we love a good lore. We love a good lore. Um, other other theories. Um. Anybody have anything to say about the the Korean woman who might come into the picture that answered the phone? Uh, what's her deal? I don't really know. Love interest, maybe. Well, yeah, I, I would think. I think love interest is is pretty fair to say, but like, you think that's like? Do you think she's there? Do you think she's in the mansion? No. Mm. You think she's in Korea? I thought that was just like a dream. Yeah, maybe, maybe well, she's. The, I guess it. W- the phone call was real. I honestly don't remember that part at all. <laughs> like, I remembered it when you brought it up, but I was like, what are you talking about? And then I remembered it, but Ooh, cool. I thought it was just a Do dream. you think we're going to have dream sequences in each episode? Or do you think it would mm. be just that one? I mean, because that first mm. dream sequence was overwhelming. I mean, it was literally, it was probably yeah. every monster slash like demon or yeah. creature that we're going to see or maybe not maybe we won't see it maybe like other seasons right. will have other stories and stuff but like there was definitely a lot mm-hmm. of a lot to take in like there was ufos yep. cthulhu's shagas i, I mean Roman yeah there was something uh, there was a korean a little bit of everything in that dream sequence so i feel like <laughs> i feel like that'd be a cool touch if they added a dream sequence a little like teaching a little bit, bit each mm-hmm. episode but um yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. as far as the the Korean woman if she is going to be only in dream se- sequences, if she's only if she's going to be a character, but mm-hmm. not in the mansion. I don't know. Yeah. Well, 
I think we're going to see a lot of her in the show. So oh, she's going to show up in some capacity. You saw the IMDb page. I, don't I know. was on the IMDb page. That's all I'm going to say. She was on it? Of course she was on it. Oh, all right. She's a, she's a you know noted actress. She played the red alien. It was her. What? The, the alien that came down from the UFO. Oh, the yeah, The princess yeah. of Mars. Um, yeah, I... I I don't know. I, I I think it would be cool if she was just in the mansion and he's like, yo, you're in the mansion too? And it's like, yeah, this is my birthright too. Time to compete. Tick. Wait, so what do you think the birthright is? Sure. Is that what you... No, I, I don't before? I don't know. I, oh. I, I, I think it's like maybe the birthright is the ability to control these monsters. Like just straight up. And they like, once you have completed whatever it is, um, attuned to said birthright, you have complete and utter control over these beings that could literally tear the world apart. Literally, like, upend all of life as we know it. That that would be kind of cool. But that would also kind of, kind of, uh, in, kind of provide us with, if these, this woman in the red hat and the red pocket square man maybe... If they can control these monsters, then they already have the birthright. I, that would mean, if they already have the birthright, that they're somehow related to Tick. Yeah, it's birth. It's birth. Right. Which means, how are they... It's interesting. How are they related by blood? I, I, I don't know. We shall see. We absolutely shall see. Um, do you have any theories, Ange? Any outside of what we've already discussed? Um, I feel like... Tick's cousin, Deanna, D, D, is probably gonna have a pretty significant role. I don't. I mean, in to some capacity. Like uh, clearly, we know that she's in almost all the episodes. Um, Mm -hmm. but I feel like just from what we saw, her drawings and and stuff, I feel like that's gonna, um, probably yeah, she's gonna tap in and, and get in contact. I mean. Who knows? Maybe they're gonna they're gonna go back to Chicago and 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 kind of regroup and then start start mm. their journey over again. Maybe, I mean, I have a feeling that they're going to find Tick's father pretty quickly. It, probably the the next yeah. episode. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I would say D is definitely some. I don't want to say like mind reader or like some kind of. A sorcerer. Some kind of uh, psychic being, or I have no idea. I mean, this this is a very sci-fi esque show, so it could really go anywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, I I will take your. They go back to Chicago and regroup and raise you. The people that are in Chicago come to art. Oh, yeah. So Ruby's there. Hippolyte is yeah. there. D's there. The gang is showing up. Yeah. And everybody's in one place, and we can get, you know, everybody involved in the big competition, which is, that's the, that's the hill that I'm going to die on. We'll see. We might find out soon enough, as soon as the next episode. And a lot of mystery awaits us in that. So, without any further ado, why don't we transition into our final segment of the show. 
So here at the conclusion of this episode of Pilot's Guide, we will go around the table and deliver our verdicts about whether or not we believe this show is clear for takeoff, i.e. it will run its course, uh, have multiple or a single punctuated season, um, ultimately end the way that it was originally conceived, and um, maybe win an award or two along the way. Or... If it's a Crash Landing, which is a show that will be prematurely canceled for any number of reasons. Kristen, start with you. What do we got? Okay. I think this is definitely clear for takeoff. I think, especially coming out during the fall spooky Halloween time, um, everyone loves being in that mood. Uh, So I think that's cool. I think it's produced super well. And I think, despite the fact that I don't remember a lot of what happened, I thought it was super interesting. And I don't know, I definitely would watch more of it. And I think a lot of people are talking about it. I think a lot of people will like it. Angelo? Um, for sure. Uh, clear for takeoff. Um, whether or not it has... I, I, I personally haven't looked really looked into it as much as far as if it's going to be one season, if it's just a... If it's just a uh, what are they called? Like an anthology. Um, like I, I, I haven't really looked into if mm-hmm. they're going to continue this the same mm-hmm. same story. Um, but I could definitely see um, this this taking off uh, and possibly continuing. I mean, it, it, like like we talked about in the beginning, H.P. Lovecraft has a lot of stories and a lot of sci-fi monsters that that could potentially span multiple seasons uh, if they if they wanted to um so i feel like this 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 first season so far with the pilot that we watched um is clear for takeoff and will definitely exceed i would say where we're hope hopefully exceed where where it's going and and hopefully twist and turn into some things that we weren't expecting and and kind of end on a high note yeah yeah absolutely um it's a it's a it's a around the horn clear for takeoff uh it can't say enough good things about this show um it's been tough to sort of hold back from watching any more of it uh to to find time to record the pod it's been a little tough we've been a little busy that being said, I could get the show on 20 minutes from now and be like ready to rip through another episode. I, I'm, I'm that excited to see what happens with these characters, with this mystery, with these monsters, with everything. I just think it's going to be good. Uh, HP, HBO, HBO, <laughs> HBO, uh, HBO rarely, rarely misses that hard. Um, I think that I, Again, I, I've been sort of thinking about this anytime I've watched an HBO show. Like, they gotta find their their next Game of Thrones, the show that everyone's yeah, talking and about. And I mean, honestly, I don't see this being the next Game of Thrones, but it has that potential mainly because there are so many stories mm-hmm. that they could go off of. I mean, I, I don't know if they wanna yeah. they wanna do an anthology series like this or if they wanna continue with Tick. I mean, I feel like they could continue Tick's story, and I mean, we saw when when we saw some of Dee's drawings. I mean, there were different parts of the the, the U.S. that 
that we saw monsters in. So maybe they could just travel to different parts of the, mm-hmm. the, the country and, and explore all these different, sure. um, these like side quests type things. I don't know. I mean, it, it has, it has that power to be a pretty big show, but we'll see after the season is done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that sums it up pretty well. Check out Lovecraft country. If you haven't already, I mean, if you're at this point in the podcast, an hour and eight minutes in, you've, literally watched the episode length or listened to the episode length of the show. And if for some reason you haven't already watched it ahead of this podcast, get over there, find somebody that has an HBO account, sign in and, and get yes. that, get that good, good content Sun- because it is primo for spooky Sunday music. nights at, I believe nine o'clock, nine or 10 o'clock. I'm not sure. It depend Eastern, depending on where you're at. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's uh it's on episode episode five. It was the last one that aired. Episode six is coming out this Sunday, um, and yeah, it's it's quite the show. It is absolutely quite the show. Uh, definitely, maybe maybe one of the best shows ever watched for Pilot's Guide. So if that tells you enough to go check it out, you better go check it out, folks. Um. Anything else to say uh, on the show, either of you? Mm, Kristen's shaking her head. <laughs> She's a little little tuckered out here on a Wednesday night. Angelo, um, summed up. Yeah, that, that sums, sums it up. Very good show. <laughs> Looking forward to continuing. Definitely going to be a show that we continue. Um, I mean, like most HBO shows, it there is production value. There is that that star power um i'm excited to see mm-hmm. what what hbo's budget will will come up with and it doesn't seem i mean it came out at a kind of kind of a prime time when hopefully it wasn't affected by covid that much and that um this the taping yeah. of the second season might be starting i mean i've seen um i follow a lot of different production companies all around the country and and i it seems like people are starting to film again and it seems like things are kind of getting somewhat back to normal um in a in a, in a social good. distancing setting but yeah th- i mean this show i don't know actually where it was filmed let me actually look that up mm-hmm. but I, I feel like it definitely it, i feel like it won't be affected too much but um yeah i i uh i'm excited sweet i know we are too i kristen are you going to be watching more of this show yeah i'll watch it sweet <laughs> Yeah, she'll Happy watch it. Happy Halloween. Because I'm going to watch it. And yes. Well, the only way you guys can watch it is with our HBO. <laughs> this is a good point. So At your apartment. We're coming over. <laughs> All right. Well, then, and if without any further ado, why don't we uh, why don't we close it out? You ready Absolutely. to close it out? All right. Thank you folks for tagging along for another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast. We appreciate you uh, being with us as we discussed this um, HP Lovecraftian Lovecraft Country HBO television pilot episode. Lovecraft Country, that was the name of the show, if you haven't already picked that up. Don't think we should pull any punches. Uh, this you know, this is a, a important show to check out for people that are still, you know... Hold on, hold on, hold on. What am I saying? What am I saying? <laughs> This this show deals with a lot of social issues in the 50s and 60s, 
And while we are currently in the year 2020, that does not mean that these social issues are gone. If you haven't opened your eyes yet to the attacks on uh, African Americans and people of color in our country, you better start doing that because it makes you look bad if you don't give them your time because they deserve it. Um, I, I, I just want to I just want to say that you know there's so many ways that you can support uh, the movement towards ending uh, racial injustices and uh, social inequality in our country. Find a group that is passionate about that and maybe send them a donation or sign a petition or go to a protest or read a book or read or a book that better, that can really or better solve it. yet go vote true yes vote we're not going to tell you who to vote for but you should exercise your voice because it is one of the most important things that you have as an american citizen that's voter efficacy i learned that in, in high school gov <laughs> great thing go do that go flex your vote muscle just want to just want to say that like a lot of bad stuff's happening right now we know be kind be a good person like think a little bit more open your mind a little bit to the problems that are going on in this country and try to be an agent of change in all of that that's that's all i have that's enough soapboxing for me um got anything to say you're 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 perking up you're coming look like you're coming close okay he's he's good um yeah pilot's guide with angelo and Kristen. had fun i i I think we've said plenty about the show anything to plug folks angelo you got anything you're plugging um i already plugged it go vote this november yes at bump bump skadoot on on uh steam Check them out. Steam? <laughs> yeah, if you want to go send them a Steam gift card because of all the great points that he made on this episode of Pilot's Guide, go do that. I, I appreciate any and all, all donations to my Steam account, but <laughs> all right. Hey, hey. It's, they, we're, coming, we're coming up on the Christmas sale. Just, just saying, just saying. Um, Kristen, do you have any plugs from very far away? Don't follow me. It's fine. At PeachyKeen10 <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can follow the show at Pilot's Guide Pod on uh, Twitter. You can also um, buy some merch. Buy some Pilot's Guide merch uh, available on Redbubble. You can go to Redbubble and search B-A-R-B-E-E-M-I, all one word, Barba Emmy. Uh, that's my sister Emily, who does the art for the show. She's got Pilot's Guide stickers, which are delightful, and they only cost a dollar. And you can put it on your your water drinker, your water bottle that you drink out of, and show it off to your friends and be like, "This is a cool po- podcast that I listen to about TV pilots called Pilot's Guide. You should check it out." Help promote the show in that way, and help promote my sister, who is a starving artist. <laughs> Um, thank you to Angelo, of course, uh, as producer of the show and Andrew, who, um, might even be editing this episode and, um, trying to think. You don't ask where we're landing recently. I feel like I said, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to plug. Did I miss anything folks? Send us emails. 
from from wherever you are. Yes, yes. There you go. Pilotsguidepod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Do it. Say hi. Just say hi from We New always Zealand need or... new shows, especially during spooky season coming up. It's uh Yes, it's yes. Feeling feeling fall and it's it's starting to get more cozy, so let's uh let's get some recommendations to uh mm-hmm. bundle up and, and curl up on the couch and uh get scared. Yes. I I, I just said that for next week. Uh Sean and I recorded an episode yesterday of a different show, uh Woke on Hulu, but I, I said, oh, we're gonna we're gonna catch up and we're gonna watch Crossed Swords or whatever that we were gonna watch a couple like weeks ago on Hulu, and that's not a spooky show. And this is gonna be in the middle of October, so we're gonna have to figure out something for Sean and I to watch. So if you have a recommendation for something scary, if they say I want them to watch something spooky, then just send us an email or send us a DM or just tweet at us at Pilot's Guide Pod. Think that's enough said? Where are we landing? Kristen, you still so passionately brought this up. Where are we going to land today? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, I'm not really... I know it's not winter yet, mm-hmm. but I'm not into that. So let's go somewhere south of the equator where it's going oh. to be win- where it's going to be summer. Oh, we're going... Let's we're go to Australia. We're going to Australia. Oh, okay. Angela, what do you want to see in Australia? Oh, I was thinking we could... We could land on the uh, on the lawn of that mansion in Artem, and then find out more about the show. But I'm I'm down with Australia too. Uh, no, we don't want to go. There. Let's. Uh, oh, too many too many too many jump scares. Um, yeah. In Australia, let's go pet some baby koalas. Let's go pet some baby koalas and some baby joeys. <laughs> All right, this has been your pilot's guide episode. Take a tiny tequila and a bag of mixed nuts on your way out. We'll be landed shortly. Touchdown. All right, folks. You can join us here next week for another episode of Pilot's Guide. We're going to be watching Question Mark. And you're going to find out it's going to be nice and spooky for the spooky season. We will see you next week, lovely listeners. And as always, as we say on the Pilot's Guide podcast... Here we go, around the circle. You, Kristen. Feel. May. May. Angelo. Feel. <laughs> Feel. Free. Oh, two. Rome. About. Uh, cabin. We did it. We did it. Feel free to roam about the cabin, folks. Uh, we will see you next week for another episode of Pilot's Guide. Until then, talk to you folks. Uh,